Hello, this is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life, and today I'm interviewing one of my favorite people in animation and teaching, and this is Rima Zumat. Um, Rima is the animation, graphic design, and photography teacher at Balsa Grande High School. I am so fortunate to have met her, uh, not met her in person, but actually talked to her, and she's been a wonderful mentor um, over these uh, past two years um, while I started my animation program. In, for um, high school. So Rima, um, thank you so much for being on my podcast. Oh, you're welcome. I'm honored. Thank you. Well, um, I was wondering if you could go ahead and tell um, the audience just a little bit more about yourself. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. It, you know, you don't remember everything. <laughs> I should have got my resume in front of me, but... <laughs> your you just I don't know I just can tell when I look at your Instagram for your class just um talking to you and your rapport with your students your understanding of the grouping of people that you're teaching and how you deliver what you want them to understand I mean I see that the work that they're putting out and it's fantastic I go like oh my gosh she's getting her students it makes me excited to, I want to do better. I want to be as good as you as far as when it comes to teaching animation and graphic design. And I have totally used a lot of your resources. Like, I'm going to put that in the description. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything you've been giving me, lady, I've been like using. It's like gold. Um, so I've used the resources. I highly recommend anybody who is starting to teach animation, graphic design, or photography. Uh, Rima's website just has a lot of free content. I mean, she teaches beyond just the beginning courses. She's teaching intermediate and advanced classes. She's also um, has student teachers to teach them how to start their graphic design, their animation and photography programs for high school. And I really, I mean, it's top notch stuff. And I'm like, it, it just amazes me because it's free. I'm like, oh my gosh, this woman could be making a fortune off of this. Because, um, yeah, it really helped me out. And I passed that information on to the guy who replaced me at the high school I started. I, 
I told him, oh, you go to her website. I got this from her website and you need to go and just like start downloading all this stuff. But yeah, I used a ton of it um, from the, the oh, stuff. Yeah. Okay. So here you have to sign on. 
wonderful you offer the resources that you do off of your site and they work I mean I've used a big chunk of them in my classroom in my curriculum and I still do um so yeah I just think it's awesome that you offer what you do and um you're just you're great at um yeah at bringing resources together that what students need for what you're teaching now I wanted to ask you this so how did you get into animation like so you went to you went and got your art education certificate, and then you were teaching at private. Yeah. Was was it in the private schools or was it in public school that you started doing like graphic design, photography, and the animation? You know, when you get out of college, you're just hustling to get a job. Is that true? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
doing. Mm-hmm. And how did I get into animation is extremely hilarious. Yeah, how did you? <laughs> to me. And that is, I got to public school, uh, I inherited this class, and it was, it used to be a science, uh, computer science lab. Mm-hmm. So they would put all these broken down computers and put this part together and that mm-hmm. part together, and I'd have these little
a hustle because Just aware of the world. They just realized that, hey, there's a 
Mm-hmm. And I get it now. Before they were really excited. They still had that puppy energy. But I call them puppies. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're walking around with big puppy feet and big puppy paws. Mm. And, yeah, I'm sorry about the boys. Yeah. And that's what I mostly have in my class. The girls get too scared to take my class. Oh, really? There's some really phenomenal... Like, I had some young ladies who were such good just rendering and drawing like you could tell they had really worked really hard at getting you know drawing people yeah, and proportions um but yeah i had the same thing yeah and i just don't have yeah oh yeah i mean it was like i but i agree with you like i when i was teaching in public high school i only had like three girls and then the rest were all guys and what they're learning and you want them to be able to you know and some of that is just going to be effort like it's just it's just really you got to put the work in
teacher and so I wanted to ask you a little bit about like what's it like what's a day in your life like you know you you have the long commute you get in you get your students going um like are you are your classes how long are your your classes usually Sure. Five minutes. Do the sentence and then do the sentence and then yeah. like in an English class, 
mm-hmm. and then maybe 20 minutes will go over vocabulary, and then after that they do a little reading, and mm-hmm. then they have to do a recap at the end of the Well, I never thought of doing that for my own hour in mm-hmm. about keeping your skills up because I I started graduate school this summer and it's really like expanded yeah Yeah, it's really pushed me to be better at the software better at design better at critiquing better at just because the level of the students in my class and then the professor you know I'm getting feedback from them but it's just like I've really had to stretch how I use just my art skills and so like when I go back next next school year my students will be I think they're going to be pushed even more because like I was like man I wasn't really pushing things as much as I could and so next school year yeah they'll have to be more prepared because I'm I'm gonna want to deliver all that to them because it's good stuff it's like great this is like if yeah so it'll help them in their work yeah students get so much more out of it so yeah I totally agree yeah, with that and it feels so good when you yes. push yourself in outside projects yes. I've illustrated a couple of books um, in, with publishers now with individuals yeah. Yeah. who wanted to illustrate yeah. that, that was interesting and it pushed me to know that I don't like doing it I'll do it for myself but oh. Yes. Yes. And, and it was 
And then there's another part of you.
Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've been listening to some of the same people that you mentioned. And that's, yeah. 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 And I mean, it's true. That, you know, what some of the, what they say, you know, you gotta, you gotta grind it out. I mean, and you've had some yeah. of your students go on to work professionally, which I think that's amazing. They've worked in industry and, you know, it's because of what they, you know, were inspired in your class and what they learned to, you know, to pursue I'd like and grow. to like everything is just dragging by so slow but yeah, yeah. well I'll look back on it and I know they'll think like wow that was yeah I should have enjoyed it's it like, like their first love. <laughs> yeah their yeah. first love is so intense yeah their emotions are so strong and then yeah. as you get older you start mellowing out about <laughs> yourself because yeah. you know yourself better yeah. Yeah, I, I, 
it's true. If you want them to build some skills, they gotta yeah. still think of themselves as building a skill, not yeah. I know it. Yes. Yeah, so do I. I know how to do uh, a jump, jumping jack. Do I do it? No. But if I did, I'd be a better athlete, wouldn't yeah. I? I'd so have true. a better body, wouldn't I? And it's like, so you gotta practice yes. to be a better yes. artist. Yes. analogy. I'm going to use that next school year because I want to do more drawing. I've been drawing constantly for grad school and I'm like, I'm going to make them do more drawing and I'm going to be very specific and I'm going to be like, you're just going to have to do it. watching these YouTube videos specifically about drawing and figure drawing and I I feel like you know I just need to I want to hear because they all say I want to draw people I want to do this and that and the other but they I mean it's just like well they didn't like what you know because you know that circle thing you told me like that you know the artist that you said that the or the instructor that just had people draw circles over and over and over again I had my students do that too yeah they didn't like it (laughs) they didn't like it I was like but this is the basic building blocks Mm-hmm. Well, fine artists can be both technical and emotional, but 
uh, a basic uh, basic technical skills, mm-hmm. and then they go into more of the emotional. I gotta mm-hmm. admit, I do like the emotional artwork, mm-hmm. uh, the contemporary artwork, and then I do just technical. And I have mm-hmm. to look at the technical. Where does it come from? Oh, mm-hmm. okay, it came from the Renaissance. Why mm-hmm. did they have it? The Renaissance had it to uh, do portraits of people because they didn't have cameras. Mm-hmm. Now, art and its philosophy has changed. We have to give a message. Mm-hmm. We have to be different. We have to... Does it sound like I'm also trying to be an artist? Mm-hmm. Well, no, I am an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I've exhibited. I've sold. Did I do a lot? No, mm-hmm. because I give most of my time uh, to my uh, classroom and to my my family. And just recently, mm-hmm. I, had, I I hit a wall with art, mm-hmm. big wall. Mm-hmm. And uh, but and I had to reprioritize yeah. my life, perceive yeah. it differently, reprioritize, and then. Um,
always built it, I said, you know what, I'm going to let go of photography mm -hmm. to simplify my life yeah. and give it to um, this fam. And mm -hmm. she's doing a great job. Um, she's starting her own young family. Mm -hmm. And I remember doing that. It is pull your hair out. Mm -hmm. I, I was a teacher for yeah. 11 years before I had babies. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I, I would bring in my kids to watch, to be watched by, mm -hmm. by my journalism class. So mm -hmm. I didn't do a great job in journalism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
and I'll either pull it out on Instagram sure. or on Google Classroom. Sorry. That's a good point. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's just, uh, Oh, no, no. It's all great. Um, my last question for you, just to kind of wrap it up, is like, so you've taught all those art classes, you've made all the art that you wanted in your life, and if there were three final truths that you could write down on a piece of paper and pass that on, what would those three final truths be? It's kind of a deep question. Mm -hmm. It made me really reflect. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why I say I have decisions I gotta make. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say the first thing is perceive the world, the journey you want to have. Perceive mm -hmm. that classroom. Mm -hmm. I see mine as a, a business class. I see mm -hmm. it as crunching numbers. If I use those words, the students have more respect for the situation. So mm -hmm. how do you perceive your journey mm -hmm. the way you want it? Do you want it simple or do you want it to be with a lot of stuff that excites you and mm -hmm. gets you going? Gotcha. How do you perceive the end result mm -hmm. of how the classroom looks and is run? Mm -hmm. <laughs> How do you want to project your perception? Mm -hmm. So how are you going to follow through mm -hmm. with the habits and stuff that you're going to do? I, I'm hoping that my students mm -hmm. will persist yeah. in their goals. If they want it, yeah. To have it. Or see that maybe this is not what you want. Yeah. Maybe there's a, a new opportunity over here on this road. So perceive the journey you want. Have habits to get to where you want. Mm -hmm. Persist in it. And, and follow through. So I hope that my students will walk away with at least the knowledge of how maybe animation works or computer graphics works mm -hmm. and appreciate the work that goes behind it and the time that goes behind it and also how to communicate what they want mm -hmm. from a printer. Because now mm. a lot of us are being our own companies. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're building our own companies and on my campus, I'm supposed to be the expert at my field. Mm -hmm. And we're like, whoa, well, you're just a teacher. And I'm not just a teacher. I, in a quiet way, mm -hmm. and mentally, those parents, students, and other teachers are thinking you're the expert mm -hmm. at computer graphics. You're the expert at animation. You're the 
expert at photography. I'm going to go to you. Mm -hmm. And they are the ones, when they have a pleasant experience, they go back and say, hey, I had a pleasant experience Mm -hmm. with Ms. D. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go back again. Now, when they come back, you might have to give them some boundaries. (laughs) Okay, I held you one. (laughs) I can't help you all the time. Well, that's uh, all great advice, Rima. And thank you so much for being on my podcast. And um, oh, no, it's okay. This is great. Some people like longer podcasts. I'll be honest. I listen to ones that are average about an hour long. So, <laughs> like, I tend to like. Yeah, I like longer podcasts. So, but thank you so much, and I don't want to take up any more of your time this evening. Uh, but thank you very much for sharing your passion and teaching and your love of art uh, with my audience. And I uh, hope you have a good evening. And uh, thank you, you again. Too. Thank you. All thank right. You. Gotcha. All right. Thank you for listening to My Creative Life.